0: Hello and welcome to the Gentleman's Journey Podcast. My name is Anthony, your host. And today, it is that time. It is time for the motivational story of the week. And this one is going to be about Arnold Schwarzenegger and kind of like a small biography about him. I mean, I find him fascinating, um, not only just his story but you know really what he's done you know coming from nothing and then what he was able to accomplish in his life. So you know one of the things i don't think anybody realized about arnold schwarzenegger is that you know arnold's father was he was an abusive alcoholic he was like a he actually was a nazi cop. And you know one of the things that you know when you listen to arnold's story is that he used to beat Arnold all the time with belts, and what what it forced Arnold to do, you know, as an escape for him from the life that he was living at that time. He wa- he would watch action movies, and through those movies, he developed a real love, you know, for America, and you know, in the back of his mind, he's like, you know, I'd like to go there someday, and you know, when he would think about that, he would really feel that his future really awaited him there, like in America, not where he was currently at. And, you know, as he would say this to his family, his family would ridicule him, especially his father. And, you know, his father wanted him to go the safe route. Since he was a cop, he wanted Arnold to be a cop. But the thing about it is, is, as much as he would tell him that, Arnold still kept in the back of his mind that I'm going to America and I'm going to make it. That's where I belong. And as he was thinking about that, he, the only his only way out, really, was becoming a bodybuilder. That's what he's like, you know, this is my only way out. So I'm going to start bodybuilding. So he would do Everything he could to train for competitions. And what is so crazy is that when he was training for competitions, he was actually in army basic training. And what do you do? He would escape at night. So think they would do like marching and exercise all day, right? Then at night, he would sneak out and then go to back to the gym and work out for another 2 to 3 hours. And there's a couple times that he was that he was found at the gym when he wasn't supposed to and they actually put him in a military prison for a week. It's crazy. And as he got done with basic training, he made the effort and the And he made the travel over to America. And the craziest thing is he only had two things he said. He said he had a dream and he only had $20 in his pocket when he arrived in America. Think about that. He only had $20 in his pocket and a dream. And one of the things when he was talking about this, uh, this is something that really stuck out to me. Is that you know he would say that if you really want to turn a vision into reality, you have to give your dream and your vision a hundred percent and never stop believing in your dream. Now, here's the thing, when he arrived with that20 dollars in his pocket, he arrived in California, right? And he was about 21 years old. and he worked for a bricklayer during the day. And at night, he would literally sit there and focus on his dream, making it in America, you know, because he's already arrived here. Now it's like, now the next step is me actually making it here. And many of his friends helped him out in his dream. You know, they helped him out by giving him dishes, uh, pillows because he was so broke. I mean, mind you, this guy only had $20 in his pocket when he came here, right? And he started selling gym equipment, and he took whatever leftover money from that and made small investments into real estate. So he knew that he had to have money working for him as he was broke. Think about that. And when he started doing that, he also started taking acting classes because, again, remember, he wanted to be an action movie star. And in his early days, it was a real struggle for him, right, because of his accent and the way that he talked. And, you know, another thing too, a lot of, you know, you could say st- uh, staffing, you know, people um, would say that, you know, you're just, you're too big. Like, you're just, you're too big and, and, and weird looking. Like, mm. you know, he's you know, like I said earlier, like his, he had a funny accent. You know, his name was too long and too hard to pronounce. Schwarzenegger was not something that just rolls off the tongue. And everywhere he turned, he was told that he had no chance. They constantly think about that. Every day he'd gone, you know, he was a bricklayer and then he was selling gym equipment. And then he was taking a little bit of that money and investing in the real estate and he was going to these acting gigs. And again, and again, and again, and again, and again. people like, nope, you have no chance. Never going to make it. You have no chance. Never going to make it. But here's the thing. He stayed true to himself in his dream. And when he got his big break, he really started making a name for himself. He'd get small role after small role. And then, what's really crazy in 1976, so you're talking about what five, six years after he came here, you know, to the States, he won actually a Golden Globe for a new star of the year. So, think about that five years of giving up everything, having $20 in his pocket, working as a bricklayer, selling gym equipment, constantly being told no. He just got one little opportunity and he built upon that. He got smaller off the small role. And after that, he started really building a name for himself. Right. And with the money that he was making from his side hustle, right. He actually decided like, you know what? I'm really going to focus on this acting thing full time. And in all honesty, it was a, the best decision he's made as he got one of his biggest roles, but it was in a low-budget movie. It was, um, it was in a role that, and you're gonna, this is gonna sound familiar. That was turned down by Mel Gibson, Tom Selleck, Chevy Chase, and it was almost given to O.J. Simpson. But in 1984, right. So we're talking about eight years after he got New Star of the Year. In 1984, the Terminator launched him into stardom. And he became an action hero icon that he's been dreaming of since he was a child. You know, as he as he got this, you know, one of the things that he would say is, you know, the meaning of life is not simply to exist or to survive. But it is to move ahead. To go up. To achieve. And to conquer. Right? Now, you know, he made a slew of movies after that. You know, some good, some bad. But the thing about it is, is after he did all those movies... In 2003, he literally reinvented himself. He walked away from the movie business and he became governor of California, you know. And, you know, with that, you know, he was involved with the Special Olympics. He found programs that would help educate youth about health and... One of the crazy um, stories that you hear about Arnold is, you know, he was out with his family and there's a guy that was actually drowning off the coast of Maui and he actually saved the guy's life. The thing about it is, is when you think about Arnold, you know, you, you think about all the movies he's made, all the billions of dollars those movies have made. But the thing about it is you really have to remember is he is really the embodiment of the American dream. You know, and it really is, and this is something we talk about all the time. It doesn't really matter where you come from. We are the creators of our universe we're the creators of our reality and this you know to me really 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 shows that you know and this is um the best quote i think that he has said um that really i think to me really affects me the most and this one i'm going to close with with him is your struggles develop your strength. And when you're going through hardships and you decide not to surrender, that is where your true strength comes from. So he is, you know, doesn't matter what you think about him. There's a lot of proof here that shows he created his reality his outside circumstances were dictating otherwise for a very long time but the key decision here or the key indicator here is that he made a decision he became very clear on what it is that he wanted and he went after it now this sounds like what Thoughts, intentions, and actions. You're really going to see that as a common theme throughout these motivational stories. Is that they became clear in their mind. And through them being clear in the mind what they wanted, they intended that. And they only acted upon that. And by doing those three things, it changed their whole world. And just let this be a reminder that, you know, if you're struggling right now, or you're not in the place that you want to be, take control of your thoughts, take control of your intentions, and take control of your actions. And I promise you, when you get clear on your, you know, your thoughts, when you become really clear on that vision, you will intend exactly what it is that you're thinking about, and you will act upon that, and your world will change. Arnold is great proof of that. So, I want to thank you again so very much for listening today. I can't tell you how much I appreciate this. And, you know, if you have questions on this or anything that we talk about on this podcast, never hesitate to reach out to me. The two best ways are one is via email, and my email is anthony at gentsjourney.com. And then the second way is really through my Instagram. Um, I get DMs all the time and I respond to you pretty quickly. And my Instagram is mygentsjourney. So, again, guys, thank you so, so, so very much for listening today. And just remember this as we always say, you create your reality take care